dot dot know, dot. Right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of ominous. All right, starring dot dot dot. dot, dot. dot. Maybe David Hewlett. 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 Hewlett the dog. <laughs> David Hewlett the dogs out. <laughs> Introduce the fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Hi everyone. We're Witchfinger Horror Podcast. I'm Yasmina. To my right is Morgan. I am here. And to my left is Megan. Hello. And tonight we're I watching. Have to you can yell as much as you want. Yeah. We are watching Pin. Pin. The Pin. Canadian Pin. classic. Pin. This Pin. movie Pin. is Pin. actually fucking really disturbing. Really amazing and funny and actually, well, I don't know. For me, it's a big part of my childhood. I loved this movie. Do you know the one thing it's not? What? Scary. No, it's, well, (laughs) no, but it's more psychological. I think it's it's definitely technically a horror movie, but it's more of like a psychological kind of horror. I mean, it's, I don't want to give anything away, even though we're about to do a whole episode on it. But like <laughs> spoiler alert. Like stuff happens, but at the same time, nothing really happens. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Stuff happens, but <laughs> nothing really happens. <laughs> Holy okay, fucking shit. Here. Yeah, no, this movie is actually it's pretty incredible. Look I at like this it. group of white boys sitting, right? White blonde boys right? with, their, with their sweet denim jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah, in the window. Pin, pin pins in the window. Uh, so yeah, this movie is fantastic, and uh, Pin uh, is one of those movies that whenever I think about it or like refer to it, it, it's always in a funny manner. Of course. To me personally, like it's like I'm sure a lot of people saw it when they were younger and like were like traumatized by it. But like yeah. every time I see something, or I'm just like that fucking looks like Pin. Like uh, you know who looks like Pin? Uh, I don't someone know. Someone that you know. No, looks not like someone pin. I know. <laughs> In a movie, um, when I went to go see, oh my god, I'm so bad with the comic book movies. Megan, maybe you can help me out here. I don't know what movie he's from, but the guy, Vision. The, the floaty ca- guy. The fucking guy, Vision, the purple guy. Foist of all, is <laughs> so hot. The actor who plays Vision, he's that guy. He oh. was the guy from A Knight's Tale. Heath Ledger, when he played A Knight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah no, I I've remember that, that movie. No. Yeah, yeah. He was his little helper dude. Really? He, so what around. happened? Why did he get all jacked up and sexy? And well, he didn't get jacked up. He's he, still a very he thin into pin. character. <laughs> like he he fucking like looks like pin. What movie is that guy from, Megan? I, which guy? Uh, Vision. What? Mm. But that's what I'm saying. He's in a lot of movies. He was also in Legion. Not okay. Um, not Legion. Legion the movie. Legion. You know where the legions of things. Are? <laughs> Okay, but like Vision, I saw that character like in uh, one of those comic book movies. I just don't know my comic book movies as well. And uh, the first time I saw that movie, I was like, what the fuck, man? That dude looks like like Pin. That's on day un minute. His name is Paul Bettany. Oh, Paul Bettany? Bethany without the H. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Yeah, no, he's married to Jennifer Connelly, is he not? He's a British actor. He was in fucking... the movies with Tom Hanks about the fucking, like... He was in the one. He was in the one. It wasn't Angels and Demons, or it was Angels and Demons. Yeah, he was like the fucking flagellating fucking yeah. priest guy. Yeah. He yeah. Hmm. There's something about him. He is Jennifer Connelly's husband. Yeah, yeah. And they would have the mo best sex. Dude, look at this motherfucker. That looks like Pin. It does. <laughs> Right. All right. 
Right. Purple <laughs> pin. <laughs> purple pin. No, he's exactly the same he's color as pin. He's red. Pin. He's red. I remember like coming out of the movie theater and being like, that motherfucker looks, <laughs> looks like, like pin. pin. Um, but yeah, so uh, only '80s Canadian fucking kids would remember. Yep, and hey. um, put a pin in it. Put oh, a pin in it. So yeah, um, I guess the last episode we did was live, and it was really fucking fun, and uh, very uh, alcohol infused. <laughs> yeah, infused. I think I drank three beers at once at one time. Morning. Yeah, that was, that was fucking amazing. Uh, we love, I love doing live shows. I think it's such a fucking blast to have an audience in front of us. We definitely want to do more. And uh, Shock Stock was holy fuck, so much fun. An awesome, awesome. It always is an awesome weekend. Yeah, but, but like every year gets better and better. And I can't believe like still like. The Tim Capello okay. performance was like one of the best moments Sexy of my sack. fucking Can entire I, life. I just want to tell everyone out there who saw our videos of Tim Capello, um, which I'm sure you have, and pictures and yada, yada, yada. I'm going to tell you a little personal story that I had. Um, my boyfriend's brother-in-law couldn't make it. However, he was like, you got to get this record signed for me, yada, yada. So mm-hmm. Dave, who is my boyfriend, Tim wanted to wrap up. Cause it was Sunday and he was like, I'm done. It was getting towards the end. And I was like, you please just wait. Like my boyfriend's coming. Can you please just wait? And he was like, of course, whatever. So Dave literally took like an hour and a half, like fuck my life boys. And then Tim literally was like, Oh, this is for your buddy who couldn't be here. He goes, usually the cost comes with a picture, but your friend can't be here to take a picture with me. Give me your phone. Takes a video. And goes, hey, Ryan, sorry you couldn't make it. Uh, Thank you for, and literally talked to my boyfriend's brother-in-law through his phone. That's awesome. For, and like recorded this huge video being like, you're the best and hopefully I can meet you someday. Like what, Tim Capella? What? what? Why are you such a great fucking human being? It's amazing when celebrities like go above and beyond to like obviously like treat their fans like because they understand that like maybe when they were kids they were also fans and yeah. maybe have had like awful situations you know what I mean and they don't want to be like that guy oh Tim Capello but like Tim Capello like holy fuck no he was he was incredible and you know what his performance and the fact that I think he was so shocked at how many people were so stoked on his performance like it made him just like electric it was fucking incredible dude I was obsessed with his pants all fucking weekend they were like acid wash pink pink and purple Oh like, my god! I want those pants. He I blew want his Kim saxophone into pants. Jen's crotch, like legit. Yeah. I was standing beside her. He fucking blew. Jen his... had the best reaction. She was like <laughs> fanning herself. She was like, "Oh, oh I got the vapors." Yeah, I'm she like fainted back and yeah. fanned herself. It was incredible. Oh, yeah, you know, fuck. I wish that man had some sort of social media, like a uh, like I could just stalk him on. Yeah, yeah. presence. I yeah, just, just to be like, him. thank you, and yeah. like. Yeah, because that weekend was, it was epic, and people got a lot of video, a lot of photos, yeah. a lot of fucking great stories. Well, next year is going to be tits, because it's the 10th anniversary, and we're obviously going to be back doing another live show, and a few of our American friends made the road trip for this year, and I feel like a lot more people are going to make the trip for next oh, yeah. year, so it's going to yeah. be even better. So if you're thinking about it, or you saw photos and videos like on our Instagram um and you know wish that you were there like I assure you that you should 
come next year. Your wishes can year, come true. It, next year is going to be even fucking better because it's going to be like the tenth year, and it's going to be fucking epic. Big, It'll be huge, big shit. Huge. It will be huge. I don't want to talk about this forever because we're going to move on to this fucked up movie. But if you are considering going, I do recommend fucking booking a room the second Shock Stocks pro- starts promoting. Yeah. Because those rooms are going to sell the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's it's a, a contained in a contained house. situation. So it's like the hotel and all the you conference remember when, rooms like, and everything like, are all together. We forgot to check out and like you like had to like run over to it us like, in the other room. It was like, like red alert, red alert, red work like that oh yeah Nine one one emergency they were so fucking the ramada and we're like so cool about it and they're like yeah you guys it's all good like you got another half an hour we're like emergency oh god <laughs> it was awesome yeah i spent like 200 dollars on movies i was satisfied fuck yeah Heck i yeah. pulled my titties out oh my god that was amazing <laughs> i love you so much it's a place you can pull your titties out it is it absolutely is literally there was a wedding and the bride had her ass hanging out so it's like fuck yeah. like this it's is our people. What... Our people. Yes, my people. Our people. My land. <laughs> but yeah, so pin. It's pin. It's very interesting. Yes. <laughs> um. So pin came out in 1988. It was directed by Sandor Stern. Awesome name, by the way. It, very, it feels like, Russian. like it's like made up. Like Sandor is the name of like a guy on Game of Thrones, so it's like I feel like it sounds like a dictator's name or something. Sandor like, Stern. Like, Sandor. It sounds like one of the planets from either Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars. Andor. Andover. <laughs> Andor. <laughs> no, no, no. One of our listeners is going to hear this. Andor. Yeah. Andor. Andor. Is Star Wars. That's where Star the Wars. fucking Ewoks are from. Hey, you don't got to school me on it. I've seen to movie. <laughs> <laughs> or no, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. It's the Battle for Endor is the Ewoks movie. I've actually never seen the Ewoks movie. And really? I love Star Oh my god, legit I, I was obsessed with the Ewoks. They're and like uh, little fucking what the fuck cat bears. Have I seen the holiday special? But I've never seen the Ewoks movie. That's our man. I'm praying um, for your soul right now. I know. Warwick Davis is fucking one of them bitches. Aww. No, he's not fucking one of them bitches. <laughs> he's fucking one he's of them the Ewoks, yo! Thomas! Thomas! fucking crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I've only had one beer. I'm on my second. I'm on my third drink. Really? No, I'm only on my second. You're, You're right. lying, bitch. Jesus Christ, I'm making shit up as we go. <laughs> my second drink is actually finished, so tonight is going to be uh, exceptional. Uh, Go get another drink. Okay, so are we going to stop so I can speak of this... Um, What's his name again? Sandor Sanders? Yeah, go for it. We can talk. Sandor Sanders? <laughs> Sandor Stern. Sandor Stern. So he wrote for a bunch of TV things, and I was like, oh, this is meaningful. I'm going to write this down. No one cares. He wrote the screenplay for the Amityville Horror. Which is actually the biggest, I think probably the biggest thing that he's done in his career. I disagree. Really? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, fascinating. He wrote a novel called The Life and Adventures of Ralph the Cat about the struggles of a kind-hearted three-legged farm cat named Ralph. Oh my god. And this cat, That's adorable. furthermore, goes on to try and find his father who he never knew. Really? <gasps> oh my god. Wow. And this motherfucker directed Pin. Yes. And so it's like I want to find this book on the internet and purchase it for my collection Avi. So yeah, I choose to disagree with the Amityville horror. I think that this book about Ralph the three-legged cat is, is way more interesting. <laughs> 
that's like the penultimate fucking thing that he's done in his fucking career. And this it was is like, recent. It was, um, it's only 260 pages. I chose to write that down because that's important. <laughs> <laughs> Doing your research when you're fucked up. But he wrote it in like 2004 or something. Like it's a relatively new novel that, yeah. that he wrote. It so. seems like, I hope like you find it. recently he hasn't done actually like that much stuff. Like a lot of Lifetime stuff or whatever. I would say Amityville is the pinnacle of his like horror thing. But um, he kind of had a little bit of an interesting life. But here, wait a second. So we started <laughs> the movie a little bit ago. And anybody that knows this movie knows the scene where... Pin, the Nurse Fox pin. Pin's just sitting there. <laughs> this is the best part of the fucking oh movie. Oh my god, this movie is insane. Uh, I will never forget the first time I watched but this movie. But he doesn't have a penis. He has a Ken bulge, doesn't he? No, no he has a he penis. Has, he's anatomically correct. He's anatomically correct. correct. This fucking oh my shit god. is hilarious. But does it, does it come off of his doll body? No, what I think... Is it's like a like a dildo? Like obviously, it's anatomically correct. That can maybe pivot. So it's rubbing. It's not inserting. Do you think? No, it's inserting. It's inserting, oh, it's inserting, inserting. one hundred. Well, she sounds like it's certainly because it might yeah, be rubbing her clitty bitty. Yeah, I it might think, just be rubbing her clitty bitty. I think that it can like twist, like so. It's usually like down, okay. and then uh, you could possibly pivot it, and okay. then. Uh, well, much like his head, because like okay. she like tipped his head up. There's some for, like, hinges look. in there. Okay, and so also, that's what I think. Why would she put him on top? Why wouldn't you just? That's what I always used to think. Thing. I'd be like, why don't you get on top of Pin? I feel like that would be way easier because Everyone if you're fucking a doll, if you're like having sex with Pin and Pin's on top of you, you'd have to also like move him on top of you, yeah. right? So if I feel like it'd I be a lot easier that. to fuck Pin if you were yeah. on top. <laughs> but unless, Cowboy unless, style. but unless it doesn't like the dick doesn't, doesn't go come up. All the way up. Up, yeah. up way so it can only go then she's just rubbing up against kind of like him. to the side itty bitty clitty to yeah. schmitty <laughs> that's, that's going on a t-shirt holy fucking shit the on logistics the of fucking an anatomical doll yeah. I, I'm not really sure but that shit is really fucking disturbing. Well, back to Sandor. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. Senor Sandor. Senor Sandor. Um, he's from Timmins, Ontario. Which oh, is the north. Uh, that's where Shania Twain is from. Oh. Because there's a Shania Twain museum in Timmins. Man. My friend Amy I'll worked in. And, and I've been to Timmins. Their airport is, pl- their airport, mind you, is the size. Tiny as fuck. Of its importance. Yeah. For our American friends, Dunkin' Donuts. I don't fucking know. But it's tiny, this airport. But it's plastered. The walls are plastered with Shania Twain posters. Are you serious? Plastered. Are you Bitch, it's 2019. Serious? Get over Shania Twain. She's right? Not a that thing was like 20 anymore. years no, ago. I know. But they never plastered Colonel Sanders' picture all over the goddamn place <laughs> or whatever it is. Sanders. <laughs> You know, like this. They should have fucking pictures of Sandor Stern in the Timmins airport. Why is there no fucking photo? I know, right? Like uh, they should have him in like a little like uh, like the dude who holds your sign after you get off the plane. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like that's. and the, the and the airport should have trigger. like TV screens that just play spin over and over again, or just a gif of that fucking of the scene. fucking scene. Yeah. Um. So he actually 
Sandor, he went to medical school and he gave up his practice in medicine to write full time. And uh, he wrote and he produced for CBC and CTV. Uh, then he moved to LA and then worked for CBS and NBC. And um, he, uh, as well as writing the screenplay for Amityville Horror, uh, he also writes an anti-Trump blog on the Suicide Girls website called Dear Republican Friends. And I read one of them and it was like after Trump was elected. And I was like, this was clearly written by a Canadian. Yeah. Like, I was like, very wow. Interesting. It's uh, very interesting that it's on the Suicide Club. I was going to say, blog. can we go back to the point sure that he's why? an elderly man writing? Maybe to try to get to the youth. I don't know. I like it. I like it. But if you don't know what Suicide Girls is, it's essentially a porn site. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. I'm just saying they're, they're female models who go... He's trying to reach, like, What's the that? youth. Full Monty. Yeah. They go full they Monty. They have been, like, there's a certain clientele or a certain viewership that I, I get what you're saying. It's like, so if he's older and he's trying to do, like, a political blog, it's, like, on a site And where he's others... doing it on a site where the majority of the followers and the majority of the per- participants are already following his mindset. Yeah. Because people like us, you know, tattooed or alternative, whatever the word is for the... Mm-hmm the look or the genre of people that we are tend to be the suicide girls and we already think fuck Trump. Yeah. So I think it's great that he's doing it. However, you're talking to a population that is already You're preaching like, to the choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. Preaching <laughs> to the choir. But it's very cool that he's doing that. How did you find that? The internet. Oh. <laughs> uh... And another fun fact I I actually did not know about him. Uh, do you guys remember the band Youth Brigade? The yeah. punk band? Yeah, they're like a big... They're, yeah, they're like they were like a big deal. So he has, he has four sons, and three of his four sons are in Youth Brigade. And I remember like in high they school... They started like, the band. Uh, it was like, yeah. yeah. Like, when I was in high school, like I hung out with a lot of like punk rockers, and like they were like a huge deal. And two of the sons, they started their own independent punk label called uh, BYO Records and SNFU are on them oh, and I used to really I like SNFU. SNFU yeah like fucking Cheap Pig like I remember the first time I saw SNFU and I didn't know what Cheap Pig looked like and then I saw him and I was like who's that bum and somebody yeah. was like that's the singer of SNFU and you were like, I was like um, oh he looks like a homeless bum <laughs> who's that fucking <laughs> bum yeah so I thought that was kind of a fun fact I had no idea it's very strange like it's weird how I don't know, like, yeah, like, I mean, because he seems like he was, like, you know, he was a doctor for, like, a while, and he was writing and stuff. Obviously, he's got a little bit of a fucked up mind to want to, like, Can you imagine if your dad, this? your dad directed Pin? Pin? That is hilarious. Yeah, that's super fucked up. But, I mean, yeah, so he must have been a pretty cool guy to, like, have three of his four kids to fucking <laughs> be in that band. It's interesting, you kind of, like, get into the head of the writer and directors of movies, he was in the medical profession, and then he thought he saw one of those anatomical things and thought, "What oh. if someone fucked that?" <laughs> or did he think, "I'd love to see someone fuck that"? Or did he think, "How horrifying would it be?" Like, what went through his head to make him think of this movie while he was in the medical schooling? Yeah, yeah. Because well, obviously, that's what. And like, and the it, dad it in the movie to, is a doctor. Yeah, he probably has some crazy, well, sexy. I wonder though if like. Thing. Okay, because this movie is actually based on a book. Yeah, because I was gonna say, yeah. I don't well, you have the book. It. Yeah, so um, you know he must have read it I though, like it. as like a fan of maybe movie or books that have like you know like medical. Like I mean I don't know like if it yeah. was a super popular book 
or whatever, but, like, it just, it is interesting and kind of coincidental that he uh. was a medical doctor and then it ended up that that was, like, kind of the main concept yeah. of the movie itself. Since we're talking about the book, I don't know if you guys did any sort of research about the author of the I book. Did, I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I think it's really Andrew actually quite Niederman. fascinating. I, I just, I mean, we're all going to say the same fucking thing because it's the most fascinating part of his life. Allow me to proceed. <laughs> yes. We're waiting. 18, nope. That was a long time ago. 1890. The year was 1897. <laughs> just kidding. The year was 1987. And Andrew Niederman, who wrote the book Pin was a ghostwriter for V.C. Andrews when she died in 86, which is really, really cool. Super cool. V.C. Andrew books, we all know them. Incredible, yeah. That Flowers even, in the Attic. Fucked up, shit. Flowers in the Attic. Don't want to talk about it. Very that, you know what? It, you know what, though? It's interesting because that shit gives me fucking pin vibes. Like, that that, that, that type of writing, I understand yep. why maybe her estate would have chosen him as yep. a writer because if he could come up with this type of a story, because it's very psychological... And V.C. Andrews' books, very psychological as well. Yeah. And, like, fucking disturbing and shit. It makes perfect sense that he would be... I don't know if he was elected or whatever, because I know he was doing some writing beforehand, yeah. but then when she died, then he sort of took over her estate. But, like, it makes perfect sense. Like, this is that type of fucking writing. Oh, it is. It's so fucked up. So I've never read any of these. No, okay, I know. Okay. I we'll never get you on that. Her. Flowers in the Attic is fucked. Flowers in the Attic, though, isn't even her best writing work. It got turned into a movie, which is fucked up, and it's like probably her most known, but she writes some stories, girl. So, speaking of our boyfriend, Keanu Reeves, who we <sighs> were speaking of, because yes. the man is fucking amazing, John Wick 3, hashtag. What amazing. a gem. Um, so, he wrote The Devil's Advocate. The book, yeah. mm-hmm. which went on to become the movie, which went on to become a musical. Yeah, I saw that in my what research. What is the actual, The Devil's Advocate, the musical. Dude, everything is a fucking musical, musical now. But like The Devil's Advocate, because I posted a long time ago on my Instagram that I firmly believe that the devil was what Al Pacino was fucking born to act. I agree. His mm-hmm fucking depiction of the devil and the devil's advocate is like sexy and mischievous and I don't give a fuck and he does this thing where he licks his teeth like like with his tongue mm-hmm. you know what I mean that Al Pacino and like some girl goes under the table and sucks his dick when they're at a restaurant yeah I know exactly what you're talking about isn't creepy the look on his face is like what did you think on the devil yeah like oh and you know what uh, uh critics agree with that like that's exactly what all critics like said about him oh, in that do. movie oh, however that. a lot of critics dismiss the movie like a lot of critics were like the yeah. actual movie was bad but I disagree with that I, I love that movie and it's actually kind of funny because me and Morgan were talking about Keanu Reeves the other day because he's amazing and uh you were saying that you were like oh he's so bad in Constantine and I was like but he's so good in Devil's Advocate like I love that movie and I was surprised to hear that it got such bad reviews and bad ratings I'm pretty I was sure like, I saw why? it in the like, theater and I don't think it I don't it didn't do well it did not and no. I don't understand why I think the movie was fantastic especially because it came out in a time where all those movies were coming out so it was the like Devil's end Advocate, of days end of days exactly yeah. stigmata yeah yeah all these late 90s Thriller, I'm doing bunny ears right now, thriller, horror, whatever that involved, you want like, to call, Satan. whatever you want to call them, movies came out 
um, stigma, what was it, Gothica, like yeah. all these Holly Berry Which Gothica. is interesting because there is a Gothica um, coincidental thing going on with this movie yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. But it's all around the same genre, and I, I thought that Devil's Advocate was great. Sure. Charlize Theron. I always have to stop. She's myself. incredible. She when she slits her throat with that yep. piece of glass. Yeah. She literally <clears throat> the way that they did the CGI or whatever the fuck they did, the glass is like let's say half a foot long. You can see it jabbing into her yeah. throat, and yeah. she slowly, not a quick, she slowly slices her fucking throat open, and it's yeah, like, it's terrifying. And the part where she's like dreaming and her placenta. Is, oh is like on the floor God. like that part is fucked uh, I, I love that, that I movie I genuinely believe that the only reasons the critics didn't like it is because Keanu Reeves was as, at his young state he wasn't an acknowledged actor right and he was putting on a southern accent yeah and he's a Canadian man he's Canadian yes yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. he's a Canadian um, half Native American Canadian Native Canadian Canadian <laughs> Um, and he puts on this Southern Belle accent, this, yeah. like, Alabama <clears throat> accent, and he doesn't nail it. No. Yeah. I can see his past that, though. good, but his, his accent well, sucks. Yeah. But critics no, like, seem to be superficial. Critics seem to be like, well, his accent sucked and his portrayal sucked, because all I read that was bad about that movie was him, which is, like, Listen, mean, okay, mean. I know that, like, Keanu Reeves, like... I feel like John Wick has almost like redeemed him in a oh, way, but God, like I love let's John be Wick honest, the Matrix like, Two, the Matrix Two, fucking, <sighs> but no, because like not the Matrix Two, the Matrix also. No, I know, but like just in general, Keanu Reeves is not—he's not considered a great actor. Like you can see through that, and I, you know what? Bless his heart, he's a wonderful person. I he's love such him. A fucking he's not—he has being. not been the greatest at acting. There's been like a few choice roles. I think actually I mentioned it in our last episode, the movie The Gift. If any of you guys have seen that, please fucking I don't watch it. If you it. Haven't I gotta seen watch it, it again. It is incredible, and Kate Blanchett is in it, and that bitch doesn't do anything. Don't you wrong. see Kate? The only thing I remember is Katie Holmes's tits. Oh yeah, because she's for she, some reason. Because she did. I, I think oh, she's that that's part. because of that part in Harold and Kumar when his stomer. Oh, you're right. They're like, oh, the gift is two o four. See you, ladies, later. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking funny. But yeah, yeah, he's actually really scary in that movie. Um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I understand why a lot of people kind of dismissed it because of that. Because. I feel like he ha- sometimes has a hard time carrying a movie, like you said, in his younger yeah. incarnation. But now he's sort of reinvented himself as this, like, all- like you know how Tom Cruise now is like, I will do any stunt. I will jump out of a helicopter. I will jump from space. I will do yeah. anything. I will jump from a building. <laughs> I don't care. He and would, now Keanu would. Reeves has legit done that. And he, it's kind of like, maybe when you get that, like, rich and famous, that it doesn't, like, your life doesn't even matter anymore. It's like, you, you, like, all the thrills, you can afford everything that you could possibly want, so now you want to fucking do crazy shit and jump from buildings. Like, I've seen some shit about Keanu Reeves, like, where he's, like, doing, like, combat training, and he's, like, doing, like, fucking crazy gun shit in this, like, yeah. 
And he's fucking insane. And the part in Speed, when he jumps from the car to the bus, that he did that stunt. Yeah. And, like, his feet, like, dangle and, like, hit the road. Like, he did that fucking stunt. Like, just like Tom Cruise, like, in fucking Mission Impossible when he was hanging. That last Mission Impossible one, that fucking clip is in that movie. You can see where he breaks his fucking ankle. It, like, snaps. We've done this before. It's awful. And I will defend Tom Cruise's career to my death. I don't think he's done one bad movie. But we're going to move on because I don't want to talk about Tom Cruise because I fucking could. His <laughs> no, penis like, is the size of like a fucking anaconda. Don't want none. His penis is so big, Tom Cruise. And I don't mean his really. Literal, I don't mean his literal penis. He has big. I mean, he has big dick energy. He's got a big energy. He does. He has big dick energy. But you know, I want to compare Keanu Reeves's zizzes. I'm drinking a seven percent drink. Shit, that's seven percent. I didn't know that. His career, I would compare, not in the same time parameter, but I'm going to compare it to Robert Downey Jr.'s. Because Robert Downey Jr. went through a point in his life where no one respected him. He was a fuck up and, you know, whatever. And then Keanu Reeves started doing Bill and Ted. Mm -hmm. Right? So he was probably viewed as this, like, young idiot. And then Robert Downey Jr. came out and he was like, I'm not doing fucking drugs anymore. I'm not saying that Keanu Reeves ever did. But... He reinvented, it's that reinvention, right? Where Robert Downey Jr. is now one of the most respected actors. And Keanu Reeves is really pulling himself out of this, like, I do shitty movies funk that he was trapped in. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, he was on Ellen the other day and he spoke like a human. He was talking about how he had a crush on Sandra Bullock. Stop it, it broke my heart. It was so sweet. Every other celebrity gets up there and talks like they're scripted, like, I'm fabulous. He talked like he was shy and he was kind of like, yeah, I had a, I had a crush yeah, on Yeah, yeah, I know. And like, he was so, like... He's very humble. Harry He's humble. So, he is Harry yeah. humble. You know what's yeah. so fucking weird, Megan, that you were just talking about Robert Downey Jr.? I was thinking about him the other day um, because I was thinking about, like, how when his career started to decline because of drugs and alcohol, and at that point, I actually still think that one of his best roles was in Natural Born Killers. He oh nailed... My he God. nailed, oh like, my the God. persona oh of my. the media... When he kills that hooker. Perfectly, perfectly, and, like, that's when he was like at his utmost worst. Bitch, you pivotal. just blew my mind. That's I when forgot he was in Natural Born Killers. And that's and he, when he, he was like that bad hooker. with drugs. And he's in like that thong and he strangles that. No, hooker. no, no, no. That's Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen is the one in the thong that strangles the hooker. Okay, well then he's better than uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is the media guy. He works for the news. He's like, like remember? Oh, the cop was the guy who strangled the hooker. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Robert but Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. did a was great amazing job. Sorry, in Natural you're Born Killers. Right. You're and uh, right. but uh, sorry, going back to Keanu Reeves, uh, it's funny that he was considered this like fucking like uh, joke, I guess, like because of the Bill and Ted movies. But I was telling Morgan the other day that one of my favorite roles that he did was fucking River's Edge. And that is a fantastic movie with That's Dennis a movie Hopper. that, you know what, I've oh, never Dennis seen. Hopper. I know I my have sister it. owns and a copy of it And it's so too. good. And that movie is fucking awesome with like, um, Ione Skye. She was fucking gorgeous. And, uh, Dennis Hopper and Crispin Glover. Of course Dennis Hopper. And, and of course Glover Crispin Glover. Yeah, fucking signed too. my VHS. That's fucking amazing. But, yeah. Well, that's the one. I pulled it yeah. out and was like, what is this movie? Remember? Yeah, and his handwriting is atrocious. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Dead fuck. <laughs> Computer says, you're a dead fuck. Oh my god, I thought you were making fun of the dead. 
I was like, yes, no. Mina, bitch, people are going to look after her. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> You're a dead fuck. Moving. Yeah. Moving right on. along. Moving on. Moving right Pin. along. So, Pin is Canadian. Listen, I have we questions. We are Canadian. I have questions. I read two things. I might have answers All right, for let's you. hear it. Let's One hear it. thing I read was that it was filmed in Montreal. It was. Yep. Another thing I read was that it was filmed elsewhere. In like a small town called Libreville, Quebec. Well, okay, so well, Montreal's like, like Montreal's like pretty locations. big. It's got like little like I know. it's like a Toronto GTA. Yeah, town. yeah, yeah. Quebec is fucking giant. So, honestly, I would say probably whatever was on IMDb is probably correct, and I think there was two smaller yeah. places. Yeah. But it's interesting that there's like not really much else about the production. No, I know. out there. Yeah, I had a I really know. hard time. Like actually trying to get trivia and like production notes about this, and I don't know if it's just because it's like Canadian, so it obviously doesn't have like a much of a wider audience, or if like it's just like known. yeah, or if it was just like that, which is absurd because people are embarrassed this movie by it or is amazing. Yeah, like this is a fucking this is a big even like big I mean deal. like a lot of Americans like love this movie. Like we posted about it yesterday, and so many people from the states were just like oh fuck, this movie is fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Let me tell you, though. As a kid or whatever, you know, you're used to watching um, the Halloween movies or the Friday the 13th or the Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. Because that's my first impression is I was young when I first watched this movie. And I, I have to admit, I was bored. Duh. Because a lot of this movie is just close-up shots of Pin's face. Yeah. As an adult, you're thinking, oh, I can tell that there's some intelligence. Or, or you know what I mean? Yeah, In your I mind, know. you're coming up with all these things or like, I think there might be intelligence. I'm trying to figure this movie you're out. You're right, though, actually. But as a kid, I was like, when is something gonna happen? And yeah. literally nothing ever happened. Yeah. Was you're right, you're right, actually. Because I even, like, considered, like, not doing Pin for the podcast yeah. uh, at one point because it was on my list. And, oh my then I, and then I rewatched it. And then I was like, maybe we shouldn't do Pin. Um, because it's not as uh, riveting as a lot of movies that we do tend to choose for the podcast. But then when uh, you talked about it recently, I was like, you know what? No, we should. We should just fucking do it. Because, like, there are a lot of boring parts, but there is a lot of fun facts about the actors. Yeah. And it's nostalgia for us. Yeah. Because... It, like and I also feel proud that it's a Canadian movie. It's a it makes me feel classic, proud yeah. to be Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah because it's Canadian. I think it's and because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like yeah, our fucking country made this movie. Yeah, biatch, biatch. So fetch. oh my god, <laughs> it's so fetch. <laughs> what is fetch? And Stop it's like the make fetch happen. The main character of the movie is not a character at all. No, it's a fucking doll. It doesn't even live. Or does it? Oh, dot, dot, dot. Da, da, da. Oh, that's what the dots are for. We're on to something. <laughs> um, well, Pin was produced by Pierre David, who also produced most of David Cronenberg's movies. Yeah, he uh, had a big role with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, like he produced Scanners, Videodrome, The Brood, which makes sense because most of David Cronenberg's movies were filmed in Montreal as well. And they announced uh, a remake in 2011 to actually yeah. be directed by 
Senor Sandor. That's what I'm calling him from now on. Um, but 2011 was a long time ago, so I'm not really sure if that was just a rumor or if it's just, like, never going to happen. Well, there was some updates that I saw from 2014, which still was, like, a long time ago. Oh, you ago. did way better research um, than me. Yeah. So, okay, so... In 2011, Sandor Stern, like, was like, yeah, I want to do a remake, let's do it up, whatever. That was, like, eight years ago. 2014, he announced that he would be returning to direct and co-write, along with a guy called Jack Rear, which apparently this guy, like, wrote a movie called Red Machine and Edge of the Unknown, which, like, both movies, I looked, I looked on his IMDb, I was like, I don't recognize any of this stuff. Um, and... Apparently, the only thing that's different about it is that they would be scripting the movie based on the book a little bit more closely, whereas I think this was more of like an adaptation. So, wait, Megan, do you have the book? No, I've ordered it. Oh, okay. I thought you had it for some reason. She comes in the mail. And then I saw another thing that said, again in 2014, that the remake of Pin is finally going to go ahead after years of... Apparently, part of the problem was pertaining the rights to the movie uh, and the story itself. Maybe uh, Andrew Niedermeyer or whatever his name is uh, was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this or whatever. But from 2011 to 2014, there was problems with the rights. Um, so do you think he just like Andrew just didn't want another movie made? Maybe not. Book? Maybe he was uh, displeased with the movie yeah so apparently this jack rear guy was going to adapt it and somebody called nicholas bogner was going to be producing nicholas boglin boglin i wish um but the thing that i saw that was kind of weird about it was that i read a bloody disgusting article in 2014 that said sandor senior sandor was going to produce it however this other thing that i read said that after they had announced in 2014 that they had attained the rights and this Jack Rear guy and this fucking Boglin guy were going to be in on it, that they were searching for a director and that the search had ended and that they were going to be announcing who the director was going to be of the movie shortly. And that was like in 2014, so like five years ago. So it seems weird and also pretty complicated. So they were going to be in on it. And then Senior Sandor was not going to be in on it. So hold on. I don't know exactly what's happening. Okay, so I guess we can talk about David Hewlett. Is that oh. how you say his last name? Hewlett. Hewlett. Can I just say, I think he's fucking pretty cute. Yep. Mega babe. I, like, I think he is adorable. Like, even when I used to watch Pin, like, back in the day, like, I was, like, had, like, a little crush on him. Like, I was, like, oh, yeah. at the beginning his of the movie. jawline. I man. know. And, like, his hair. Like, you know who like he looks like? Guy. You love the nerds. You I know. do. You love them. He looks like Robert... Patterson? Pattinson? Pattinson? Fucking the Twilight guy, but also that was in... The one that they want to cast for The one they want to cast for Batman. Oh, oh yeah! I heard about that. And everyone who's complaining about him being cast for Batman, I implore you to reconsider. Because I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. I, um, we, I think we've talked about this before. He's somber. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's rich. No, Bruce Wayne. You're you, right. You're you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guffaw. But, but, but Bruce 
okay yeah. was a rich, attractive man. I think people need to realize that that you know the the who's his tits who just did him. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Voiced yeah. of all. I get that the voice is supposed to be all over oh the my top, God, legit. but his voice was too motherfucking The third movie, I would, by the third movie, I was like, you need to stop that. Like, every time he was in the bat suit, he talked like this, and it was it's, fucking it's, annoying. And, like, I get it. I've seen the cartoon, because what people base what they want for Batman, the movie, is the cartoon. And that is unique to any superhero. Mm-hmm. Because it, it is that cartoon where Mark Hamill played the Joker. Yeah. yeah that yeah. The, that 1990s cartoon literally set the fucking mark for what Batman was to be. Because that cartoon was the pinnacle of epic fucking superhero cartoons. Mm-hmm. If you guys never saw it, oh, you fuck gotta yeah. fucking see it. I remember yeah, watching it was some awesome. of it, yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but it's like, I think that Robert Pattinson... Pattinson? Pat- Pattinson? Pattinson? Pattinson. Pattinson. I think that he's going to bring, if if it is in, in fact true, something that like, I think is really necessary for the role. Like this defined jawline and this like privileged upbringing mm-hmm. and this, he does have a very somber and you know what? I never saw a single one of the Twilight movies. However, I saw the photo shoots for them and he has this look on his face where he can just put on this like serious, this like yeah. serious, yeah. like somber, like yeah, somber. Yeah. I've been hurt before look on his face without seeing the movies. I knew his character in the Twilight movies was one that was hurt and not many actors his age can do that mm-hmm. shit just through a picture. I honestly like, I, yeah, like don't know anything about the Twilight movies. Same. Whatever. No idea. But, never read the books. But never fucking like Cosmopolis was amazing. Cosmopolis was so fucking what was that good. About? Uh, <laughs> it's about a, a rich, a rich okay, millionaire who uh, drives around in his limo, and it's like the stories that and people that he encounters like throughout his day. Um, that's like a a short abbreviated version but it's david cronenberg uh, so you know it's gonna be but it's up. david cronenberg so it's it's fucky he cronenberg's that shit up oh, okay. uh, it's so good it's a very very dense with dialogue it's very heavy dialogue okay. so okay. you have to be in the mood to hear a lot of fucking dialogue okay. and a lot of talking but i i fucking like uh profess my love for that in our fly episode um, because right. it's not very well known uh, among most of David Cronenberg's work, but I fucking highly recommend it. P.S. Uh, fucking like Leon is like reading reading pin, pin some like <laughs> math like, books like math. He's like teaching pin math. Like that shit is fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, okay. So uh, let's talk about David Hewlett. Like I now that I can actually kind of see the Robert Pattinson right. Uh, similarity um but yeah like david hewlett i always had a crush on him uh i think he's adorable and uh he plays leon the main guy in pin and uh he was born in england but then moved to toronto when he was four uh so uh let's talk about some of his movies before we do that can we also talk about the fact that he was born on april 18th 1968 and i was born on april 18th 1986 Cool. cool soulmates <laughs> carry on mates carry on that's literally adorable. all i had to say we have oh, the same that's so cute but yeah like i think he's so cute like i love i love him i just gotta say okay david cronenberg is one of my favorite directors of all time and uh obviously scanners is a very 
pivotal movie in uh, David Cronenberg's career. And it's a perfect movie. It's untouchable. It's a masterpiece. Scanners 2, on its own, a standalone film, is still a really good movie. If you compare it to the first one, yeah, it's not as good as the first one. Oh, yeah. But I still think it's a great movie. I, I I find it, it's a very different parallel movie. I, I don't lump Scanners 1 and 2 together at all. It's funny because at the end of Scanners, I never thought there would be a Scanners 2. Oh, right? there's three. Yeah. It, and it then there's one of those movies. Unnecessary. It was one of those movies that Yeah, I know. Up. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. And that's why I feel like they're separate movies. Okay. But they tie together still okay yeah it's really hard for me to say this because like I like when I say like Scanners 2 is a good movie I'm not disowning the first Scanners I'm not saying that it's better than the first Scanners uh I'm just saying that if you haven't watched it and you were like reluctant to watch it because you're like fucking how can you beat Scanners 1 uh but it's actually a really good movie um David Hewlett plays the main guy in it, and the other girl, his girlfriend, is the girl from Heavy Metal Summer. Is it? Yeah. Holy so fuck. it's obviously okay, a Canadian so movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I want to say that Scanners 2 was filmed in Montreal because there's a part in the movie where the the Montreal flag is very clearly visible. Um, but I really like how they put the characters together in Scanners 2 because... Uh, David Hewlett is he's a scanner and there's this whole other organization of people who are also involved in politics that want to control scanners to get them to work for them so um, he finds out David finds out and it's funny that he his character's name is Dave which is actually kind of funny yeah it's all right because he um, plays a Dave in another movie, too. Because my boyfriend's name is Dave, and it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life, Morgan. Laugh. So many fucking Dave. Laugh, Morgan. <laughs> well, okay, so about Scanners 2, um, what I really enjoyed about it is that uh, David Hewlett's character, he is the son of the main characters from the first Scanners. Um, but what I also admire about the second Scanners is they develop another power that they didn't have in the first one so it's not a penis power (laughs) uh i wish it was (laughs) um but it's actually kind of cool so he finds his like long lost sister and then she teaches him about this like new power that scanners like didn't know that they had and it's actually pretty cool i highly recommend it it's actually like a pretty good movie it sounds far-fetched However, I will say that Was Scanners well 3, written? yeah, okay. yeah, okay. but I will say Scanners 3 can uh, suck a cock. Okay. Scanners 3 is the worst noted. pile of shit I've ever <clears throat> fucking seen in my entire fucking life. I'll never watch it again. Um, but then they did the Scanner Cop movies. So there's Scanner Cop 1 and 2. And I'm me and sorry. Morgan. That's me putting on the brakes. <laughs> brakes are being fucking administered. I'm sorry. What? Scanners Scanner Cop. Cop. So then there's Scanner Cop. It's like in the Scanners universe, but yeah, not but it's not a direct scanners. like sequel. Like, but Scanner yeah, it's kind of, but like the cop, yeah. like the cop is just a scanner. So but it's it hilarious just... because he's got like fucking like face tumors and yeah, it's fucking shit. weird. <laughs> it's like 
it takes it it takes it from like being an A movie to like B and C. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like you can't like scanners. The first movie, David Cronenberg, fucking like putting his touches on that. Like you can't touch that. But then it's they're still entertaining for like movies, but it's just not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the point is, is that you should watch Scanners too, because it's actually a pretty good movie. So, David Hewlett is also in a movie that is fucking phenomenal. Cube. Cube. I knew it! I knew we were going to get there eventually. Can we just take a moment to uh, shame Morgan? She's never fucking shame! seen it. Morgan, I shame! bet you've never seen Session ding, 9 either, have you? Ding, ding. Session 9? Yeah. What's that? Okay. You know what? <laughs> shame! I'm ding, pulling ding. my quarter sleeves down right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, I'm- I've been trying to Cube? fucking get her to watch Cube for fucking years. Cube, you know what it's about. You can look up what I it's about. I know, it's about, about a fucking yeah. Cube. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. It's about and a bunch of people, a bunch of people in a Cube. <laughs> I'll tell you something. More happens in Cube than could ever happen in Pin times 100. The action in Cube is an action like action. David Hasselhoff. It's not like that kind of action. However, it's intense. It's it's every no. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You don't deserve it. I love you. I love you too. But seriously, I can't stand you. I know. I know. I've been like honestly talking to her like. About Cube how about for this? fucking how years. About this? How about we do it for an episode and then she can't not. I get it. It's a 90s movie. It's not 80s or 70s, which I know. We'll do it for an After Dark. Okay. And Cube, when you watch it, we're going to watch it together and we're going to, we're not going to drink. All we're going to do is smoke weed. Just be because, sober and be like Because no, fucked. we're going to be fucked. Yeah, but just it's a mind fuck Because when you watch sure. Cube, you literally can't talk. When we drink, we fucking talk a mile a minute because we're fucking idiots. Yeah. We're drunken morons. And when you watch Cube, you have to like be in your own head. It's more interesting when you're thinking the whole movie and your mind is tripping over the whole movie. Mm. I told her, like, I was like, dude, like, it's, it's, it's mathematical. It's exactly. scientific. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's uh, like, honestly, like, logarithmic. Like, that's how I would it is. fucking it's like, it's like describe if, that movie. The, the way to survive Cube is what the people who survive do. And I'm not even going to fucking tell you. I know. You don't deserve it. I love you. But you don't deserve the answers to but the movie. But seriously, like, fucking, uh, if anybody has not seen Cube, I highly recommend it. There was a movie on Netflix uh, a f- couple years ago, Circle, Circle that was, like, was, dope dope as as was like, fuck. it wasn't as good as Cube, but they obviously fucking got the idea from Cube. You know what? Cube. And it was one of those movies that you watched and you thought it was going to be like that movie called Devil? No. Fuck that movie. Yeah, Devil, the elevator movie. Yeah. And and because only because the way that they did their advertising for it, the the symbol or whatever really resembled that elevator symbol for Devil. Mm-hmm. And so my mind instantly went when I saw Circle, oh, this is gonna be a bullshit fucking movie. But I watched it because there was nothing else on Netflix, and Yasmina and I immediately talked, I feel like, the next day. Yeah, yeah. And because we had both watched it and it was like, remember that movie that blew our expectations out of the water? That was Circle. It wasn't great, but for what it fucking was, it was so good. But I feel like a lot of movies like that that came out tried to, like, they were so impressed by Cube yeah. that they tried to, you know, do their own versions, but there's no fucking Circle way did, you're though. gonna, I don't no, no, know. No, 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 no
no, no, not cute. But I'm just saying for anyone who's like, oh, no, I'll never watch Circle because the witch finger, whatever it says is bullshit. It's not bullshit. No, it's not. It was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It like Circle was good. But I like I feel like all those like movies that tried that watched Cube and tried to make their own like mathematical movies. Yeah. Um, didn't uh, they still cannot get as good as Cube. Yeah, like, look yeah, at this shit. Course, yeah. Like, Why oh, are you pin with up? skin on? No! <laughs> but, like, to sit, that would be like me taking my teddy bears to the table. Or, like, people me. with their fuck yeah. dolls. Like, oh my god, oh, that Ryan yes. Gosling movie. Yes. I love that movie, Lars and the Real Girl. Lars that is so That's a disturbing. Um, well, okay, so I just wanted to mention something about uh, the guy who directed Cube. Uh, I've talked about this movie before on the podcast, but, like, maybe in, like, the third episode so like a really long time ago but the guy that directed cube directed another movie called nothing that david hewlett is also in and i've never seen it and i can't find it anywhere but it's basically about like two guys who are roommates they wake up and they come out of their apartment and there's literally nothing outside like i'm talking white everywhere like, remember Coraline? When Coraline, like, walks out of the town and then all the, the pixelated... for this movie that you're describing to me that I've never seen and I'm only hearing about now is the most interesting thing we've ever talked about on this podcast. I And I mentioned it on the podcast, like, honestly, like, probably on our third episode. I don't even, like, remember, like, how it tied into what we were talking about. But the movie is just called Nothing and they just wake up one and day nothing is and outside. go outside nothing and there. nothing is outside hmm. you know what i have to i have to and that's nightmarish i man. have no that to me is that's terrifying is the scariest thing we've ever talked about and it also reminds me of one of the treehouse of horror episodes when homer gets sucked into the black hole yep and yeah. before he gets into the human world he do you remember that? yeah oh yeah he's, oh yeah he's in like a nothing and he's like that's he's what this movie is. Weird, like, eh, I'm uncomfortable noises because he's in this white. Expanse. It's like the poltergeist like episode. Yeah. Yeah. I no, just, that that's that this whole movie is. I know, and I want to find it. A it. Whole movie though, it's, explain to me how it's a whole. I don't movie. know. I've never seen it. It's called Nothing. How do you make a an hour and twenty minute at minimum? I mean, a movie is at minimum an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. All that I know about sounds the movie, like a movie to fucking see. I know, like all I know about this movie is that like it's David Hewlett and his roommate, and they disagree on shit, and they fight, and then the next day, and like they wish something upon each other, and then the next day they wake up and like leave their apartment, and there's like literally like nothing around them. It's just completely white, like the part in Coraline and that Simpsons episode, and I've never watched it. One of these days, I'm going to fucking find it. But David Hewlett was also in, I don't know if I even saw this one, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Here's the thing about the Planet of the Apes. I don't remember one to the next. I remember the original. Oh, the Charlton Heston one is fantastic. Right. Get your hands but this, off me, you this, is, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely like a newer... It was a 2011, so I think was it... Because was... the 2011... Oh, 2011. That was the second one. Because the, there's the one Is that came not? out with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That Tim Burton bullshit. Sucked. Holy fuck, it that was a turd. sucked. However, but then I watched some of the newer ones, and the only one I remember seeing is is the new, new, newest one, where it's from the perspective of the apes, and it's devastating. It's the saddest. Oh. No, it was like the newest one that came out. It would probably be, what are we, 2019? It'd probably be... 
2014, 2015-ish, mm-hmm. and it was, I saw it in the theaters, and I cried. Is it the one where they're in the forest? And sh- Well, I mean, they're but always in the forest. But that's hard to say. Yeah. But it's, it, it is one where they're in the forest. I saw one and, of the newer ones, and, and I, like, I have the same and, problem that you do, where it's like, I don't know which one is which. That's how I feel about comic but books. But it was devastating. The one I saw was devastating. It was just like these apes were being massacred, and I fucking bawled my eyes out mm. in the theater. I wonder if that's the one that he's in. That Leon if is it in. is, then it's fucking phenomenal. But again, who fucking knows? Uh, well, David Hewlett was also in Splice, which is another fucked up Canadian movie. Love Splice. Splice was fucked. Did Adrian it. Brody, though? Mm. Girl. He's got a face. Yo, that nose is fucking crazy. Yeah, but he's sexy, though. Why you gotta, you know what, you know in what? Predator, in the Predator movie. Yeah. Adrian Brody's <gasps> That's a movie that I've tried to watch like five times and fell asleep. Oh, it's so, time. it's actually his, good. His nose is almost like, dare I say, I know we've talked about Tom Cruise a bunch, but Tom Cruise's nose, specifically in Interview with the Vampire, is very, very pronounced because they do such, um, what do they call that makeup the contouring, contouring yeah the contouring on tom cruise in interview with the vampire his nose is very 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 pronounced yeah mm-hmm. and it's so sexy and i feel like that adrian brody it's he like, pulls it off it's like it's like adam driver adam driver oh yeah fucking i know him from girls that's the thing though he has these features that are huge his he kind of has that his adrian ears brody are thing going huge. on yeah yeah and his nose is huge and his lips are huge but it's like those pronounced features are super appealing yeah i i think adrian brody is very appealing okay and uh i also think david hulin is very (laughs) appealing and uh i okay i don't know if obviously you probably have noticed this when you guys were doing your research but every person in this movie we're all in the same yep. fucking TV show. It was yes. all like Stargate yeah. and Star Trek and, and X-Files. X-Files. Yeah. Okay, it's so, so the dark um, side. Okay, so David Hewlett was in uh, a Friday the 13th episode. That, yeah. And I know yeah. I've talked about this show before and I've jizzed all over it before, but I'm going to jizz all over it again and I'm going to say that it's a fucking awesome show and I love it. And David Hewlett is in the episode about the comic book character that comes to life and kills people. Oh. And uh, he was also in the show that we've talked about on the hour show before forever night yes which yeah. was a fucking awesome vampire canadian tv show so it's forever night with like k-n-i-g-h-t that show i remember watching a lot when i was a kid and yes stargate um sg1 and um fucking my secret identity oh my god jerry o'connell motherfucker <laughs> the only episode i remember of my secret identity was the episode when he's in a parallel universe where everything was the opposite so i remember him driving in a car and coming to a red light and red means green in this alternate universe and like people behind him were like honking and he was like what what like it's, it's red. opposite day it's opposite yeah, day yeah. <laughs> that's the only episode of my secret identity my that i remember identity. of course morgan remembers the fucking song the song was playing in my head i couldn't wait for you to stop talking. keep singing do you know the whole song um he also directed a movie that starred jason momoa there called debug i was waiting for this i've never seen it before i saw the cover and i was like Hey, do you remember that time Jason Momoa bought me alcohol? I remember that time. That was cool. I remember that. That was in a bar in Toronto. Yeah, it was at the Bovine. Toronto. I was at Fan Expo weekend, and uh, Jason Momoa came to the Bovine, and uh, he 
fucking it was open bar and he paid for the whole fucking what? night and like he's uh, like me it was funny money, because bitch. as soon as people like knew that he was there and as soon as people like heard like on Twitter that like that it was open bar that he was paying for drinks there was a lineup outside and I decided to go I ditched my ex and my friends and I was like I'm just gonna go to the bovine because I want to party and I didn't know and I just got there perfect timing like before the lineup and everybody I tried to give the bartender like money and she's like nope it's okay it's paid for and I was like why and she was like oh Jason Momoa is paying for the bar and I was like what <laughs> okay he's a wild wild man that was such a nice just... thing for him to do bitch don't get me started on Jason Momoa and how great he is I don't want to go there because I could go there Although Aquaman or whatever the fuck it was called was, was it garbage? The biggest was it garbage? Piece. Oh, was it? Listen, was it garbage? Listen, I never this saw is coming it. From Megan Stinson, who loves every Marvel movie, I love all this lame fucking shit. So my boyfriend and I rented Aquaman, and we were like, like this with our hands, like yes, 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 yes. and we put it on, and within the first five minutes, we were like. No, no, no. <laughs> they airbrushed every character. Yeah, they do that. So, no, but like, I can't even explain to you. Like, they airbrushed them so much. It honestly looked like an episode of that show in the 90s we used to watch Reboot. Oh. <gasps> it was so airbrushed. So, the one of the guys in it is, um, what's his name from that one show? And uh, that guy from that one show. That guy... I'm gonna look it up right fucking meow. And you couldn't even recognize. Let me ask you a question though. How okay. did Dolph Lundgren look? Terrible. Oh. Terrible. They didn't airbrush him enough. No, because or he just no, shitty. they they airbrushed him. Here's the thing about Dolph Lundgren is he has aged so phenomenally. Hmm. He looks amazeballs as he is. They airbrushed him to look to make him want to look like the character he played in He Man. Masters of the Universe. But why don't you just embrace people's age? Right? The character I'm thinking of is Patrick Wilson. Oh, he's hot. He's mega hot. What they did in Aquaman was airbrushed him to the point that he was unrecognizable. What? Like, you guys have to watch it, and I'm not saying rent it because don't waste your money, and I'm not saying buy it, but if you get the chance, if it comes up on any sort of Netflix, Hulu, whatever the fuck, watch it for the first 10 minutes just to see how poorly... They airbrush the characters in that movie. See, this is why I'm starting. Like, I've already lost interest in all these fucking comic book movies because, like, of no, that. no, 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 no. Bite your tongue, wench. <laughs> this was the. This was it. No, here's just the thing. So because Marvel. No, no, no. But this is DC. That's why the universes are different. The Marvel universe. They put all this money because Disney owns Marvel. So Disney put millions and millions and millions of dollars into making sure these movies were great. DC did Suicide Squad. A fart oh, noise. that was an a fart I can't believe how bad that movie was. I'm sorry, but like my friends worked in the special effects department in Toronto. And their work wasn't even fucking, like, shown in the movie. And they worked for fucking weeks and weeks on that shit. And you could barely even see it in the this movie. This is what I'm saying. The DC and the Jared Marvel Leto's universes Joker are so... Leto, you know, he's... You know what? He's everything. Yeah. Jared, Jared Leto, Leto is everything. He's However, fucking eternal. He's a vampire. I'm sorry, but the amount of fucking Halloween costumes I saw out... Oh, my of God. That oh, my God. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Kill yourself. Yeah. Every girl who thought she was sexy, and a lot of our yeah. listeners are going to go, I was Harley Quinn for Halloween. Bitch, I love you, and thank Daddy's you for listening. Girl. However, your costume was unoriginal, and 
the that fucking character in Suicide Squad could mm-mm, garbage. Mm-mm, it was garbage. Mm-mm. It was garbage. And that Jared Leto Joker with like the grill girl. Yeah, no one it was loves bad. a grill on a white man more than Megan. <laughs> okay, I love me a grill on a white man. We but- were literally in the fucking liquor Ugh. store before we started recording, and uh, we okay so. I guess we got to backtrack. Let's talk about Vanilla Ice for a second here. Um, uh, yesterday, I posted a picture of me with a Vanilla Ice VHS music video from Ninja Turtles Part 2, Secret of the Ooze, the best Ninja Turtles movie, in my opinion. And I tagged Vanilla Ice. And then I woke up the next morning, this morning, and then I looked at my notifications, and then I saw... The official Vanilla Ice liked my photo. And I was like, this is a good way to start the day. Vanilla Ice looked at my face and hearted it. That's pretty cool. And then um, we went to the liquor store before we started recording. And then we were talking about it. And Megan was like, I love me a white guy that can rap. And this guy that was like fucking right behind us was like turned red. Like, oh and we were God. like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Just Legit keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, I don't know what to do. He seemed very really awkward. We made that man, but that poor boy. What's his name? Vanilla Rumpelstiltskin. Rob Stiltskin. Rob Van Winskin. What is his Rob name? Van, yeah, Rob Van, Van Winkle. Van Winkle. Yeah. I, thought, I love how you said Rumpelstiltskin because that's <laughs> a movie. That oh, we got it. Oh, we have to. We have to do Rumpelstiltskin for the podcast. P.S. But... Uh, go on, Van Winkle. You were gonna say something about it him. It ends there, girl. Well, I thought you were gonna go on about like his prowess and. It how doesn't hot matter he still because is. no, he he is hot and he's wonderful and there's something about like I said like this a, a white rapper thing and this is a thing. It's not like people out there are gonna be like I don't know what she's talking about. Women love a skinny white dude who looks unhealthy. I love that. Or I used to love that, and and who raps. And he had this in that video that Yasmina um, shared with Morgan and I of when he was, he was like limp biscuiting his own Oh my song. God, when he went like, rap. Right? Us, us, he, baby! He was wearing a wife beater. Yep. I don't know if they're still called that, but a wife <laughs> beater. And in the whole video, you could just see his pronounced armband tattoo. Yeah. And it was it's like, like this, sweet tribal. His sweet tribal. Yeah. And, and the whole time he was rapping, he kept thrusting his penis. I know. And there's, Dude, there's he got, got like, I just, he must've got like his whole career because think about it. Like he must've got so much fucking pussy in the 80s because he was hot shit back then and then cool as ice came out and then he was fucking even hotter and then he was all like oh ross robinson is like producing limp biscuit and corn and these are really popular right now i'm gonna jump on this fucking wagon and then he released that rap metal album and then was like back in the public eye and a little bit a little bit here's the thing oh no let me tell you like that was actually like i like in our text conversation i was like I mentioned it, and I was like, yo, that was dark times for ice. And I, I'm not kidding for you. Ice? Like, I like how you called it yeah. ice. <laughs> like, we're homies or whatever. That was dark times for ice. I remember, I'm pretty sure we played with him once. Played with his balls? No, I, no, I would never play oh, with Oh, like, played with the music? Yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. I like, like, so no. if you were, like, in a situation where you were in a room with Vanilla Ice, and he was like, yo, do you want to play with my balls? You'd say no? Yo, I would say no 
fucking way. I would slide I don't care. out from under the seat he was sitting on like this. And I would pop up and go. And my face would pop up. And I wouldn't even suck his dick. I'd literally go like this to his balls. To his nut sack. I'd say lift your cock and give me that B sack. And I go. Just for like the experience and story. I definitely. I'm with you. I'm with you Megan. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like vanilla ice. I just can't. I don't know, man. Like, I, he was never my my thing. I was never into it. Anyways, it was dark times for him because, like... It was dark times for us. It was dark times for us. He was, like, playing in front of, like, a couple hundred people. It but then bad. he was, like... It was not good. I don't know. Like, he's doing all these, like, home improvement shows and shit yeah. now. Yo, like, yeah, no. He became, like, a... Like a yeah, like a construction and, worker. And he was like, also on that show, um, Celebrity... It was either Celebrity Rehab or... Dr. Drew? Or, no, 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 but it was one of those shows. It might have been Celebrity Rehab, but it also might have been that, like, Big Brother Celebrity. I think yeah. it might have been Big yeah. Brother Celebrity. And let's face it, Big Brother Celebrity is never celebrity. It's where celebrities go to die. That's the thing. Yes. It's always, like, Vern, uh, Mini yeah, yeah, yeah. Vern. yeah, he, that's the season that I watched a little bit of, and I'm pretty sure Vanilla Ice was on that, but he mm. he refused to go by Vanilla Ice at that time. He was Rob Van Winkle. Yeah, well, that's his fucking and name. And that man. was the season where Vern, what's his last name? Troyer. Mm. Troyer. Yeah. Um, would toot around on his scooter. Oh, I think I remember off, that. And he was naked. His, yeah. His penis. And he peed in the Yeah, on the like wall. it was, it was a sad, yeah. It was a sad moment for all those celebrities. And it was like, a bunch of nobodies and you know what Vanilla I, Ice and Vern. And that makes me think of uh, when Bridget Nielsen was on it. And that's what actually made her fucking sober up. And now she's like a queen. And she helps she other was on that, people wasn't she? Uh, with their sobriety and like getting over their alcoholism. Yeah, because like, you know, there was some fucking times for her. Like she was on that Flavor of Love show. Yeah, she like, was. Yeah. And he she chose was her. Fucking Flavor Flav. Like that guy is like. You can't go back from sucking that man's dick, and you know she did. And like Flavor Flav, as much it was tragic. As much as I talk like, oh, I love rappers, and like I love rich people because like I love some money. Don't get me wrong, but like Flavor Flav, I'm sorry, but if I was televised trying, not even doing it, but actually just trying, to suck that man's dick. Girl, that's humiliation. Well, I just think, like, in general, MTV and the way that they have their shows is, like, it's... Demeaning! It's exploitative of celebrity and, like, like, even Flavor Flav, like, it's, like, he might have had some problems. It seems like he wasn't quite in his right mind, too. Like, Dr. Like, all the Dr. Drew shit, it's, like, they just, like, exploit celebrities with problems. It's, like, you have a drug problem. Or you have like money problems. Money, money problems oh is God, their number it's one. Fucking disgusting. Money yeah. problems is their number one because then they jump on that. And they're like, yeah. well, we'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars an episode. Yeah, and it's like, of course they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm broke as fuck. I'll do anything to be on camera and make some money. And then it's like, and then they film it, and it's just fucking tragic. It's and like they awful. edit it in such a way, yeah, that it's all the bad parts. I'm sure that they weren't a mess all the time, or maybe they were, but I'm I'm sure that they weren't because. Because you can't be at that age. I've heard You're a lot of it. I've heard a lot of it is scripted too. No, of course it's scripted, but as well, I'm sure they're like, you know what? You guys don't have to pay for any of the booze. However, here's the booze. Please right. Drink exactly. Oh yeah. Please 100%. drink it. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. when you get drunk, remember you signed that waiver that said we can publicize anything. Mm-hmm. You That's say why or Hollywood do. is scum. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
It's it's tough to reconcile with. Uh, David, man, who let the dogs out? There's no van there. David, who let the dogs out? David, who let the dogs out? Was also That's adorable. In, was also in the shape of water. Isn't that incredible? Let me I, tell you one thing. I never saw the shape of Guillermo del Toro. I didn't love. see it I never either. S- oh, wait a minute. That's the fish fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a second. I forgot about that. Oh, I you know, started like, it the and I never movie. finished yeah. it because it was boring as fuck. Because, girl. It's a love story. Let me it's tell not you, a horror movie. Let me tell you. Guillermo del Toro did a few movies I did not love. No, I'm just kidding. 50-50. Shape, shape of Water. E. I didn't finish it. I'm the same. Oh as fuck you. that I didn't shit! It. That the shit was The other one I didn't fuck. finish. Girl, obviously I can't remember it now. I'm drinking seven percent. But it was that movie, Crimson. I hated it. Crimson. I know Peaks. you liked it. You liked yeah. it, right? No, I hated it. Oh, okay, I thought we had this listen, discussion before. Listen. No, sorry. You liked the costumes and everything, Thank you. right? The, the, okay, yeah, the yeah. Imagery, I as now. a grandma lifestyle liver, the the. <laughs> The costumes and the imagery. Yeah, and the it's very and it was cool to see it in yet. real yeah. life because they had it at the Guillermo del Toro well, like uh, thing. That movie. But that movie sucked. Snow it was so predictable. Fest. It was so fucking predictable. However, I do love Hellboy too. Hellboy two, the Angel of Death. I oh, love that's, that's Guillermo in a nutshell. That oh, is Guillermo in a nutshell. I love and that. And listen, the new Hellboy that's coming out. No one's more excited than I am. Have you seen the trailers for the new Hellboy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, the guy I from haven't. Stranger Things. Bitch. That movie looks phenomenal. It's more to the comics than any other Hellboy movie. I mean, there haven't been many, let's be honest. But it's it's more to the comics. Like it, It's a little bit darker. The comics are fucking dark, dude. It, I, I, re- I got really is, into is, Hellboy comics put back it this in the way. day. The movie that's coming out for Hellboy is The Spawn Remember the Spawn movie? How dark yeah, it was. Love that love, it love is comparable. It, I mean, I haven't seen it, but based on the trailers and based on the research that I've done, it's going to be comparable to the Spawn movie that came out that was so close to the comics that the critics didn't know what to do with it. Mm. Remember when Spawn came out? Yeah. The critics were like, eh, I don't... I'll never forget eh. when Spawn came out. I saw that shit in theaters, Bitch, girl. I, too. I saw fact, that shit in theaters and my boyfriend at the time, like, copped a feel and I was like, oh my God, I'm 14. And you were like, like, don't nice. touch me. I'm watching Spawn, you fuckers. I know. And the soundtrack. Oh, Yo, the Spawn, Spawn soundtrack, soundtrack was the bomb. So good. But yeah. But uh, I feel like it's, and don't quote me because, you know, it might come out and be bullshit, but based on all the research that I've done and yada, 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 blah, 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 this new Hellboy movie. And who's playing Hellboy again? The guy from Stranger Things. The, the guy who's like the, the yeah, the oh, like that's sergeant guy. fucking right. He does have that face. It's not only the face. That's true. You reminded me. I saw an interview with him at one of those before the movie. Because now before the movies, they have to entertain people who sit in the theater half an hour before the movie plays, right? Right. So I saw this fucking interview when I was like eating all my popcorn 20 minutes before the movie started. Thank you very much. I know. That's why I had to go back and get more. I know. But he was like, I've never been more excited for something. Like the excitement that an actor has. I'm excited. I'm excited because like, I don't have anything against uh, Ron Perlman. I might have something against Selma Blair. Um, but I do enjoy the I second. Have I, I, I don't want to get into it. Um, but I'm sorry, she sucked in the fucking Hellboy movies. But anyways, yeah. um, I love the fucking like the other side characters in Hellboy too. Um, also, what's his name again? Paul Newman? No, New Paulman. No. <laughs> 
Paul, Paul Rubens? Paul Rubin. No, the guy who plays Hellboy. Who played Hellboy. Oh, fucking Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. <laughs> Paul Beauty and the Beast. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Ron Perlman. He knew Paul Newman. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, the fucking cat. Listen, he Boy, did a movie gosh. with our one true lord and uh, Season of the Witch. Oh my god, I still haven't watched that. Dude. What? <laughs> I know, I know, I gotta watch it. I then have forget to. it. It's on my list it's because I have to watch every single Nicholas Cage okay, movie. Okay, so you can sit here and watch Fright Night eight times in a I know, row. I know. And you can't I... fucking put on Season of the Witch. I need a reminder. You gotta text me like randomly. Like, just one like you be like, put it Yo, on your phone. You should watch, watch Season, Season of the, the Witch. Right if now, I were wondering I deeper, uh, my my heel could reach your titty. I could kick oh, yeah. you right in the titty. One hundred percent. And you deserve it. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I love I'm, I'm, Cage. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm mocking her because I'm drunk and I know. angry. <laughs> I, I do know. love her though. <laughs> I do love Nick Cage. I should watch Season of the Witch. Yeah. Okay. So listen, that Hewitt guy. Wait, no. Hugh. Hewitt. I think we're done with Hewitt. No, 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 girl. We're not. Oh done. shit. You got more to say about Hewitt? Oh, wait, never mind. Leon? No, I don't. I forgot that we already talked about everything. However, I do want to say that that movie Debug, I'm going to read you the premise, and I want you to say if it sounds familiar at all. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a good start. (laughs) Programmers dealing with a hostile artificial intelligence, 2001, on an interstellar spaceship, 2001. (laughs) That's it? That's the plot? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have we heard? Was this a Stanley Kubrick movie? I was going to say, or, no. is that Hal? Is that Hal? Hal, who got his name from... I'm afraid I can't do that. You guys know how Hal got his name, right? No. Think about this. IBM. Then think about H-A-L. Oh, you know what? There is something deeper there, and I remember seeing it's or reading something, and I'm like... IBM. I can't remember. I, Hal is H. Oh. Those letters are beside each other in the alphabet. B, I, yeah. Oh, shit. Hal is A. And L and M are beside each other. Oh, my God. Other. Are you kidding yep. me? So Hal is a direct... It's taken from That's IBM. That's actually it's hysterical. It's a letter because, off from IBM. Because it's, uh, like, technically, like, a human name, too. That's Big Brother is watching us. Big Brother is watching us. Oh, you really scared me there. That's okay, there. though. I got nothing to hide. So listen, that's all I had to say about who let the dogs out. Okay. Well, let's talk about, uh, very briefly, because I don't have that much about her, but Cynthia Preston, who plays... Oh, you mean born on May 18th, 1968, Now I was born on April 18th, 1986? Oh, you mean that? Okay, go on. No, that's David Hewlett. No, no, no. She was born on May really? 18th. He was oh, born on April 18th. Weird. They were born exactly a month apart to really? the year. Very strange. Spooky. Yeah, because they were uh, in a lot of movies together. Uh, sorry, movies. Uh, TV shows. They... Oh my god. They did a lot of the same TV shows as Drinking well. Drinks. So she um she was in the brain. Have you guys seen the brain? Uh, you know what? With I haven't David seen Gale. It. That's, that's a fun. Let me tell you, that's an expensive tape. Is it? It's a very expensive tape. Oh, well that's unfortunate because it's on my want list. Uh she was in Probably Prom three, three yeah. uh, which is like an okay movie. However, I will say that Prom Night 2 is the best one. Prom Night 2, I find way more entertaining than the first Prom Night. She was in the Carrie remake. <laughs> yeah, don't don't care. Yeah, uh, I don't care about that movie. I don't care about that one. Uh, she was in two episodes of Friday the 13th. 
was also in an episode of My Secret Identity, was also in an episode of Forever Night, was also in an episode of X-Files, and she is a recurring character in General Hospital. That's fucking insane. I love how the My Secret Identity thing has come up. More times now than it ever has. Ever. Yeah. Like, do you remember that? Like, do you remember watching that show? Fuck yeah, man! I totally Holy remember shit. my secret identity. That's fucking hysterical. I was probably three when you guys were watching that. I don't remember that probably. shit at all. Um, another weird thing about her was that she was actually the voice of Zelda, Princess Zelda, right. in yeah. the Legend of Zelda segments on the Super Mario Brothers like TV show. Dude, I used to fucking love watching that the Super Mario Brothers show. Uh, there was like every okay, so it would like. Do you remember? Um, okay, so uh, Super Mario uh, would be like. Oh God, I'm scared. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought it was... Megan was just opening a bottle, uh, like a mini bottle of champagne, and I totally thought it was going to pop, but it didn't pop. It was a twist off all Oh, along. well, that's Yeah, bullshit. you know that's right. We're drinking champagne now. Yeah, because champagne pin, now. Blah, blah, blah. Ain't no sex in the champagne room. I can't drink that. Well, you have to finish it, because I'm not going to drink it, because I hate le- champagne. Really? No, that doesn't... No, Morgan, taste Is that, that. the Is one? Is that the one from the cupboard? No, it's one It's one in the fridge. It's, oh, that was mine. two. There's two in the fridge. Morgan, yeah, one is from I, my cupboard and one is the one that she got. There's only one. Okay, well, Morgan will drink it. You can have some of my wine. I don't have anything else about Cynthia Preston. Neither do I. I have Friday the 13th show, The Outer Limits, The X-Files, and Carrie 2003. She played Eleanor Snell. First of all, that name is stupid. Well, her name and fucking pin is Ursula. All right, let's talk about Terry O'Quinn, a.k.a. John motherfucking Locke. I know I've talked about Lost before. You guys haven't seen it. But John Locke is the best fucking character on that show. He was specifically chosen by J.J. Abrams for that character in Lost. Um, He didn't even need to audition for Lost. Um, He, J.J. Abrams loved him so much in that show Alias that he just basically called him and offered him the role. And I'm telling you guys, I know I said it before, you should definitely watch Lost because it's very scientific. It's all, like, if you like science and physics and time travel and abnormalities, then you will fucking like that show. And uh, Terry O'Quinn won an Emmy for his portrayal of John So Locke. he must be literally the best part of the show. Uh, I was going to say, bitch, um, an Emmy is nothing to shake a leg at. Emmys no. are one of the awards that, one of the few serious. awards that I take seriously. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, seriously, like, uh, that show is amazing, and John Locke is, like, one of the best fucking characters on that show. Um, so so Terry O'Quinn actually got his breakthrough um, in the Stepfather movies. Yeah. And I recently yeah. lent those movies to Megan. Yeah, so uh, the Stepfather movies are fucking fantastic. A actually, Stepfather you know what? It's, one, it's insane that like it, they actually got like good reviews. Like Siskel and Ebert were yeah. like, yeah, this movie's fucking great. It Which is, is crazy because Siskel and Ebert do not... They hate they horror, horror movies. movies. They, they don't do hate them. For sure. Uh, no, Stepfather 1 is such a good movie. Um, and The second one isn't as good as the first one. I definitely like the second one is like Jonathan Brandis is in it and I used to have... Well, that's why. And um, he uh, was uh, offered um, to be in the Stepfather father three but he declined it i actually have never seen the third one but then they did a remake of the stepfather and he was asked to have a cameo in the remake and he declined it Hmm. um but 
Uh, Terry O'Quinn was also in Millennium, which is a show that we We were talking about about recently. Yeah, Yeah. so Millennium was a show that uh, Chris Carter, who uh, wrote X-Files, also did Millennium with Lance Henriksen. And I always loved watching Millennium when it was on TV. I don't encounter a lot of people who remember you know that what show, i never did which is very I think, strange. when i think of millennium i think of the movie millennium with chris christopherson and that's a oh, fucking that movie ball. is a fuck chris christopherson is beautiful and when i think he of is. millennium i think of the song by uh rob rob but like millennium is a great show it only has two seasons and when i was younger i always thought it was funny that lance henriksen's character's name was frank black because frank black is the singer of the yeah. Pixies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was kind of funny that they chose that Why is name. That funny? Uh, what? It's not really funny. It's just like a fucking. Oh, like, so it's not haha funny. No, it's like well, that's kind of funny because it's like the singer of the Pixies. I know. I'm just kidding. I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I'm not funny anymore. No, I think it's hilarious. I'm knee slapping right now as we talk. Um, but Terry. No. 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 Megan's yelling at me. Earth two. So, this this Terry O'Quinn person of which we speak was in Earth 2, which was a show that I watched growing up that... Did you ever watch a show growing up that you swear to God went on for seasons and seasons and mm-hmm. seasons? And then you grow up to realize it was cut off after the first season? Oh like, as God. your child mind doesn't recognize yeah. that it... Yeah, time yeah. is different when you're young. Yes. Yeah, so Earth 2 was on for two seasons, and, and that show, to me, was so so impactful like it it was just it was it was like colonizing another earth it was like humans when i vaguely remember it actually and and Mm -hmm. it was in my mind in my child mind because we were a trek family so i mean you guys know my mom's talked about tea hot like my mom knows yeah yeah yeah. oh great hot yeah my mom loves that shit and so i was raised on a in a trekkie family before i knew what trek was Mm-hmm. Or what Trekkie was, or whatever. And so Earth 2, when I watched it, I was like, every kid when they're eight years old watches this with their family. Mm-hmm. And no, then you grow up and flock. then you talk to other people and they think and they're you're like, crazy. Oh, you mean that bullshit show that was so lame they had to cancel it after two seasons? Earth 2 was like this amazing colonization, but the parallels that I didn't realize as a child that compared to Christopher Columbus taking natives off of their land and yada 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 the parallels for earth 2 i didn't realize how impactful that show was actually mm-hmm. until i was doing research for this and saw he was on earth 2 and i was like bitch what? i don't remember that show I because I it, 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 yeah. it came and went mm-hmm. and unless your parents sat you down in front of the tv or unless you were committed to that because it was at the same era as next generation and it was the same era that was the start of um not Deep Space Nine, but Captain Janeway. Voyager. Voyager. It was mm. the start, right? So it was right in that in-between where all these sci-fi shows were so popular. So it, it kind of fell by the wayside because it wasn't Like as... Andromeda? Remember yeah. that show? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. Wasn't as, it wasn't as produced. Like, it didn't have such yeah. high production value as these other shows. So it fell by the wayside. But, like, that fucking show. And it's funny that he was in Lost because, again, it has parallels. Because I read about what Lost is about because I haven't seen it. And it's so many parallels. Dude, I, I seriously think that you guys would love it. I think, Megan, I think that you would like it because of the mystery aspect. And Morgan, you will like it because of the math physics aspect. 
trust me, just please watch Lost. You will, like, the thing about Lost is at the end of an episode, it it, uh, ends on a cliffhanger that's so, like, intense that you're like, fuck that shit. I I cannot go to sleep right now. I have to watch the next episode to know what Mm. what is happening. But especially the last two seasons, because they have a lot of, like, uh, they have, like, a physicist and a scientist that, like, Mm. come on to the island to try to figure out what's happening. So the last two seasons are even more, like, mathematical. Let me ask you this. As someone who's never seen either Lost or Game of Thrones, what do you recommend I do first? Oh, Game of Thrones, bitch. Is it better than Lost? Okay, dude, I'm not even exaggerating. Game of Thrones is the best show that has ever been made. Have you watched The Sopranos? Uh, The first three seasons. Have you watched Boardwalk Empire? Uh, The first season. You know what, Boardwalk Empire, I'm I'm about That's to get into. Show. And you know what, I'm going to actually have to disagree because I think Breaking Bad was the best show that's ever been made. Whoa, 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 shots fired. Uh, okay, we'll get back to great Breaking Bad after yeah. we're done talking about Terry O'Quinn. Okay. Um, but I, I'm just, uh, that's my opinion, and yeah. my personal opinion. I, I, there is no better show than Game of Thrones. But I... Digress. And I love Game of Thrones. Oh, dude, I, yeah. like, I'm sorry, don't even fucking, yeah. like, let's not, we're not even going to get into that shit right now. Uh, okay, so, um, Terry O'Quinn was also in Silver Bullet. Oh, yes. With, uh, Corey Haim and Gary yeah. Abusey. Gary Abusey! Gary <laughs> Abusey! I spit all over the place. Uh, Young Guns, which I've actually never seen. You've never seen Young Guns? Oh my god, Young Guns is like fucking my dream. Dude, I know. Put me in the middle of all that sandwich that's going on there. (laughs) The Young Guns sandwich? Fucking Emilio Estevez and fucking Keeper Sutherland. I know, I know. I've never seen it. Fucking What's-His-Titties there, fucking Lou Diamond Phillips. I don't even go there. Let's do it. Uh, And he was also in your favorite Morgan Tombstone. I know. Oh my god, that's another sandwich. Another one. Literally... Put you me like in the, the middle of Bill Paxton and fucking Kurt Russell and fucking Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. but only, like, Val Kilmer's hot, but, like, when he's, like, dying of consumption, Morgan, like, thinks hotter. Val Kilmer's hot with leukemia. Like, no, is that what he has? Not leukemia. <laughs> what does he have? Tuberculosis? He has tuberculosis, <laughs> but he's fucking He's, dope. like, dying, and she's like, is, oh, he's, he's hot. so sexy. <laughs> Do you like that when, um... He's so clammy, Do you like when Gary Oldman it. plays the guy in Hannibal, where he's, like... <laughs> is that sexy to you is that sexy that actually when he ate his own face it's pretty awesome you know those mccain smiles okay first of all like the fries what you don't have to what? do is compare to french fries <laughs> like mccain fucking fucking smiley fries it's like i gave <laughs> I gave Morgan the perfect, the perfect resemblance was Gary Oldman and Hannibal. You know what she now did? Now every time you I see the game, smile and fries, I'm going to fucking like she she Gary Oldman and Hannibal. Those are really tasty. Anyways. They are very oily. Yeah, you know what? They're not that good. They're like hash browns. Yeah, but they're a smiley face. Listen, when you bake a hash brown, it's not like deep frying a face, okay? It's different. A deep fried face tastes better than a baked face. <laughs> Holy Whoa! Shit. Megan just revealed her cannibalism. What? Oh my what? god! What? What? What movie? Oh my what god! What Friday the Thirteenth movie oh. is it where he bakes that bitch's face in the? What fucking movie? It's not Friday the Thirteenth. What fucking movie does the fucking fry cook get her face baked off when? 
when the killer shoves oh her face. Yes, Nina, help me. Um, I know, that happens I'm drunk in, and I can't um, think right now. In, uh, that movie with guys? Nicolas Cage, Dead. What is it? Remember? He's like, yeah, but it's oh, a guy's uh, face in the fucking... Deadfall. No, Deadfall. but that's not it. There's no. a movie where it's a chick. He's... Oh my God. What? Sleepaway Camp. What's wrong with us? Not I thought no, it's not sleepover camp because that's the fucking the boiled water. No, 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 it's not sleepover camp. But the one, oh, it's Scream Queens. It's a show, and I'm an idiot. It's the show Scream Queens. Remember? That's a good show, dude. It's a great show. <laughs> John when Samos they, when they tried to fake mm. the 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 house nanny burning yeah, her yeah, face yeah. off, but then what's her name? Emma Roberts actually burns the maid's face off. But that's actually in a movie too. It's in a movie. No, I, you're right. It is in a movie, it's and I can't think of it right now because I'm drunk. It's it, it's in it's in a meta. Fuck, I can't think right now. We'll come back to that. Um, but Terry O'Quinn was also in a few TV shows, like uh, everybody else in this fucking movie. He was in X Files, and uh, he was in Miami Vice, uh, Tales from the Crypt, and he was in a very important Next Generation episode that was directed by Lavar Burton. Ooh, it's a fantastic fucking show. And uh, The West Wing. The only thing I know about The West Wing is Eric from Billy Madison is in it. Whoa, did you see that guy's balls? They were weird looking. <laughs> um, the West Wing, is that not, uh... Eric! No, but like, okay, so the West, was that, was that Martin Sheen? Was that, no. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 no, I remember that show when it was but on. I, I just, I, the only thing I know about the West Wing is that Eric from Billy Madison is in it. <laughs> He's gotta be a soccer player. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> was it... Was it Jason Goes to Hell? Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. It you're might right. have been Jason you're Goes you're still, to uh, Hell. You're still trying to figure it out. That's I awesome. I can't even talk to you about fucking No Billy Madison because that shit is hilarious. Yeah. Nudie Magazine Day. Um, well, okay, so let's talk about quickly. Uh, the movie's almost over right now. And um, the guy who plays Stan, the boyfriend, um, his name is John Piper Ferguson. He was born in Australia and he grew up in Vancouver. And his mom was an Olympic swimmer. That's pretty cool. Um, and we were talking about Prom Night 3 earlier because uh, Cynthia Preston is in it. And um, he was in Prom Night 2, the better Prom Night. And he was in Unforgiven. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember fucking Stay Tuned? Yes. With John Ritter. Yes, I saw that in the drive-in yep. movie theater. That's awesome. I haven't yep. seen, I remember watching Stay Tuned as a kid. John Ritter was like kind of one of my, like, when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, like well, boyfriend. dude, you know what? I love Three's Company. I yeah, still, he was so cute. I fucking I love Three's Company. Uh, he's in that fucking movie with your boyfriend, Morgan, Frank and Jesse. You know what? Let me tell you about that movie. Uh, that movie was terrible. Actually, <laughs> I turned it off. It was so bad. And it has Rob Lowe and Bill Paxton, another sandwich that I would like oh to get in God. between. Rob and literally, Lowe, they're both fuck. like, there's like one scene where they're like both in like the tub and like they ha- like show their asses. And I'm mm. like, it's great, but it was not a good movie. Oh, well, that's so unfortunate. It's very too, it's very too bad. It's very too bad. Guys, <laughs> I'm, drinking, I'm drinking champagne now. It's, this is, this is a bad, um, bad night. And Don Piper Ferguson was also in Hardcore Logo. And uh, that movie, I remember, like, in high school, everybody was, like, obsessed with it. It was a pretty big deal. But the second one was awful. Oh, no, 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 Oh, my God. Why did they even make that shit? And I thought that this was kind of interesting. John Piper Ferguson was in a movie, Drive. 
And another movie called Drive. So he was in both Drive movies. He oh. was in one from 1997, and he was also in the Ryan Gosling really? one from 2011. That's fucking weird. And he was in a fucking TNG episode that was directed by Patrick Stewart. And really? the ones that were directed by Patrick Stewart are fucking awesome episodes. And he was in MacGyver, uh, 21 Jump Street. And I just wanted to... Uh, tell you guys the title of the 21 Jump Street episode that he was in. It was called <clears throat> A Womp Bomp A Loop Bomp A Loop Bomb Boom It's A Womp Bomp A Loop Bomp A Loop Bomp That's what the episode is called. Dude, he was also in, obviously, just like everybody else on this fucking show, he was in X-Files. He was actually in one of my favorite X-Files episode. Do you remember the, the X-Files episode where they go to the rainforest and there's like those weird green bugs in the air and then they get those like boils and like shit like skin uh, I don't know deformalities I and they fucking like squeeze pus and he goes on like a greyhound bus with like a little kid and he like grabs a little kid and is like holding him hostage because no, he doesn't want to die. No I don't think I remember it. And like the boils. That episode I was actually researching that episode and that episode like fuck with so many people's minds because like of the pus it grossed so many people out and I saw something that it was like something absurd like when that episode aired like something like 8 million people fucking watched it when it aired yeah that episode is awesome that's fucking and he was also in Millennium and another show that is fantastic Battlestar Galactica and uh, John Piper Ferguson was also in a lost episode so I think that is adorable that him and Terry O'Quinn like like reunited for an episode. It's pretty cool. So Actually, I'm sure they probably had their moments where they're like, remember when we were in that movie? Pin. I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like a lot of like uh, Canadian, because a lot of uh, like TV productions now are in Canada or whatever, I feel like a lot of people yeah, are yeah. all sort of in the same thing. Like I know like... It's all Pinewood Studios like <laughs> yeah. in Toronto right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, well, before we wrap this up, we have to talk about the guy who does the voice of Pin. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say, so I, a couple years ago, I played this movie for my boyfriend, and we were watching it, and I was like, yo, you have to see this movie, it's fucking insane. <laughs> um, yo, you gotta watch this movie, Pin. Yo, yo this movie's fucking Pin, this fucking some weird, <laughs> like, doll fucking in it, it's fucking crazy. And... I have a habit now because of this podcast of researching people that I'm like, I recognize this person. I know this person. I want to know more about this movie, whatever. So I look it up and I, I see the name Jonathan Banks and I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Jonathan Banks, the fucking creepy ass fucking voice of pig is fucking the guy who plays Mike Ermintrout from fucking Breaking Bad. I know! Which is crazy because we were talking about Breaking Bad earlier, but, like, like, it's so weird that, like, it's a Canadian production. Where did, like, where did this guy fucking, like, like, where did they find him to be like, yo, you have a creepy voice. Let's have your creepy ass fucking it voice sound as the like voice him, of the And I had no idea until you said that to me. You were like, yo, so I made Ben watch Pin last night. And guess who fucking does the voice of Pin? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Mike from Breaking Bad. I was like, what? 
like a what? Like that is mind blowing to me because he has a very like raspy voice he in does. real life, and Pin's voice is like very soft. It's and creepy like, as yeah. Fuck. Like I was like, what the. <laughs> so uh Jonathan like with the book Jonathan Banks obviously everybody knows him as Mike from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and um fun fact he went to university with Kevin Klein I know you love Kevin Klein Megan oh, Megan's like Ugh. I know and he dropped out of university to pursue a touring company of hair as a stage manager interesting so he this is actually kind of fun he was in a psa in 1974 called linda's film on menstruation and john oliver showed it on his show like a few weeks like a few weeks years ago and jonathan banks like showed up for that episode oh my god and i watched it and it's like 20 minutes long and it's like this woman like telling the world about like but her her periods oh wonderful and fucking like mike from breaking bad is in it um he's also in gremlins although i don't really remember him Um, i I do like he's a cop or something yeah he's also in beverly hills cop and he's also in 48 hours i've actually you know what um I remember when I watched Beverly Hills Cop being like, hey, I know that guy. Beverly Hills Cop is a he just, fucking awesome He movie. just looks like, it's weird to see him so young. With a little more hair, I guess. The, I, I can only picture him bald. And old. Yeah. yeah. And a badass, because yeah. Breaking Bad is fantastic. But he's also in that fucking atrocious movie that I cannot finish. Adventures. Of Buckaroo Bonsai across uh, the eighth dimension. Well, I can't. That's a long ass fucking dude, title I can't. Uh, Jeff Goldblum but Peter Weller and, and Peter Weller playing guitar, but uh, that movie is uh, tough to watch. And he's also in um, Under Siege 2. Oh, our man! Hey. Our man Steven Seagal with his fucking carrots. Yeah, motherfuckers, you want, you like carrots, bitch? <laughs> he's like. Do you Rapping? like... What was that song? Do you like reggae music? It was like, oh, the Punani. Punani. Yeah, the Punani. Okay, you I guys like- probably have no idea what we're talking about right now, but it, please do two things for us. Google Steven Seagal Carrot and Google Steven Seagal Punani. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. And he was also in TJ Hooker, because everybody else in the world was in TJ Hooker, and Deep Space Nine Highlander TV show. And Tales from the Crypt. Incredible. But yeah, so Pin. Pin's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we finished that. Pin yeah. is done. It's definitely a movie. A Canadian cult classic movie. Uh, it's very like know. a psycho-ish. But like a... It's never something that I would think to put on if I'm having a night where I'm having a few beers and smoking joints alone. And you're like, let's watch Pin! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would rather put on, you Like know, Tourist Trap. Yeah, I, or, or like Waxworks, or like I, if yeah, I was yeah. alone, I'd rather put on something a little bit silly, maybe some like Critters action. Yeah, yeah. But like, Pin... It's like, it's, it's, it... Uh, it's, it's not funny because like it's a serious movie, but I still, yeah. but it's still like it because I'm fucked up. It's comical to me. No, Yasmina, it's funny when you watch it with friends. When you watch it alone, you're watching a porn with a doll, and then you're listening to a lot of dialogue. Yeah, like when you watch there it isn't alone, a lot of dialogue. Yeah, right. Like when you watch it alone, it's not so funny. When you watch it with friends, it's fucking hilarious. That's why I was like. Should we do pin? Because there is a, a lot of dialogue, and you're right. Like, there's only one kill, really. Yeah. Like, the murder count mm-hmm. is very low. Yeah. Um, but 
watching Pin with uh, the nurse is uh, hilarious, and Pin with skin on is amazing. And now he wheels him around in that wheelchair. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And he's like teaching Pin like math, right? <laughs> but again, you have to be watching the movie to see that. Whereas when you watch a slasher or when you watch a creature feature, you can you can you can turn the sound off and watch it and be like, yeah, and you know what's going on totally. Well, yeah, I think it's just like a different kind of movie. Like I've. I've seen lots of the comparisons, like, online, people, like, reviewing or whatever to, like, Psycho or Dead Ringers was another one that really? I, I saw a number of times just because of the Cronenberg factor, um, because they were both filmed apparently at around the same time and they tackled the similar themes of, like, siblings who are diametrically opposed, um, kind of like Dead Ringers, but I don't know, Pin's just more like of, like, it's almost kind of, it's not really horror, it's just, like, psychological, like, drama. Like a tragedy more than, yeah. It is a drama. Yeah, psychological drama uh, with uh, some funny shit. If you are fucked up like us, that's right. Yeah, hints of fucked up. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to us. Um, and uh, peace out. And remember, Pin is your friend. Bye. 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 Will it ever stop? No, I don't know. Now turn off.